The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. It started as a whisper until you screamed it at the top of your lungs. We gained momentum. You made us unstoppable. We had a vision for change. You made it a revolution. We told you we are the future until you told us the future is now. Three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, what's going on, listeners? Um, I'm here to tell you that um, WWE lawyers was not getting involved in the mess, so. Um, they wasn't. They weren't no parts of West Side Gun or anything like that. Cause they heard them ad libs on a mixtape. So just gonna let it let it ride there. Yeah, I'm glad they don't want them problems. Um, that's actually free promotion for them if they look at it in a certain way. Uh, you know. So yeah, hopefully uh, all things can stay the, where they are, and uh, Mr. West Side Gun doesn't have to retaliate accordingly to those lawyers. Well, the person that they they, they they threatened to use their lawyers got his walking papers, but I'll discuss that in the Mo Meltzer segment. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, this yeah, is- yeah, yeah. We was, listen, we was watching NXT, and then they um, somebody dropped the, the link in there from PWI Insider, and I said, oh. And I was like, well, I was like what did he do? And then that's, just, that's when I'll talk about it. I was just like, oh, I didn't know he was. <laughs> I didn't know. I was kind of like not like having really been in, watch like into the whole thing like just wrestling news so, so to speak, but then this caught my eye and I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." <laughs> this is the Rawcast. You can find this on the web at cspn.us. You can also subscribe to the show through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. All you have to do is search for the Rasselcast dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the Rasselcast sign. And the Rawcast will show up in your podcast queues each and every week. So uh, first and foremost, I guess I'll talk to you about Crown Jewel. If you uh, if you stuck your head in and peeped out some of the matches or did you just go by the hearsay? Uh, your thoughts on Crown Jewel before we get into it? I looked. I looked at the results because I was. I was just looking at the results. And I kept seeing. Um, I kept seeing like Xavier and um, and Finn kept getting kept getting moved. It had like the matches laid out, and then I just kept seeing like all the other matches going on before them before that their match came on. So I was looking at the results. I wasn't gonna watch it. I didn't want to see, but I just knew I didn't knew what would be no like no title change or not like that. So. Well, I thought that it was a very excellent show. Probably maybe the best pay per view they put on all year. 
uh, triple threat women's yeah, match. <laughs> I, it probably, it probably, it was better than SummerSlam, and I thought SummerSlam was going great until 26 seconds happened. So, oh. so yeah, so yeah, it was, it was good, man. It was damn good. I mean, anytime you start with Seth Rollins and Edge holding the cell for 30 minutes, and that's your curtain jerker. Then you 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 kind of understand what you' about to get for the rest of the night. They understood the assignment. They understood the assignment. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, if you guys uh, didn't watch Crown Jewel, there's definitely going to be some hidden gems uh, that people are going to be talking about for uh, years to come that happen on this program. Um, your thoughts on the new edition of SmackDown with the uh, the new roster? Uh, hit row, hit row. <laughs> so you know who they they pushing the hit row. You know who who, who they pushing. Howdy, howdy, howdy! Have it all set up. Top dollar. Top dollar. Top dollar is gonna be the single star. Ashanti the Adonis and Swerve is gonna be a tag team, and B Fab is gonna be the women's in the women's division. I'm like such a contrast <laughs> from NXT, right? Yeah, because Swerve was the the top guy down there. They could push AJ Francis up here. I'm like, I guess. I mean, them two jobbers they had them um, wrestle on um, SmackDown. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but they did what they were supposed to do, man. They made them look great. They did. Um. I'm still laughing at that. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was, that. It, was, it was it was funny how they had it all set up. It was just like it was like um the guy the black guy tried to tried to um get away and got he got grabbed. He was looking like I'm so sorry. <laughs> he was looking like I'm so sorry. Well, we continue here on Monday Night Raw with the new roster for Raw season premiere at that on USA. Uh, see, Raw started in 93. So we're coming up on almost 30 years of Monday Night Raw. Um, be interested to see what they do for that anniversary. That is not far away. Uh, so here's Big E to open things up. Talks about how great it is to have the season premiere in a city like Houston, Texas. Talks about the city that gave us DJ Screw. Talked about we in the city that uh, there's a Papa Do's on every corner. Yeah, so he was bigging up. Some, it's, 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 it's some corner Papa. It's a Papa Do's or some kind of Papa restaurant. It was a uh, he was representing a whole lot of black shit, bigging up a whole bunch of black shit from in Houston. Hey, Papa Do's, Papa Do's on the south side of Houston is definitely a gold to. Definitely a go-to. I mean, I might have, when I was when I was dating a young lady from Houston, that might have been a spot to go to when I was when I would visit <laughs> Texas Street. So the crowd starts. Let's go Astros because they're in the World Series. Uh, before yep. Big E can congratulate Xavier Woods on winning King of the Ring, he also needs to um, tip his cap to Drew McIntyre for pushing him even harder than he expected at Crown Jewel. He says there is no rest for the weary, though, and now he needs a new challenger. So here comes Seth Rollins to interrupt. 
Rollins thinks she should get a title shot, but Big E points out the loss to Edge at Crown Jewel. That doesn't work for Rollins because he thought Big E wants to be a fighting champion. The challenge is on for tonight, but here is Rey Mysterio to interrupt. Mysterio lists off his resume and Big E isn't sure where he should go where he should go from here. Q Finn Balor, uh, he says he lost he says he comes down to list off his resume and says that he should get a shot at the one title he hasn't won yet. Now it's Kevin Owens' turn to do the same thing as um, Rollins starts swinging but bails from the threat of the stunner. Sonya Deville comes out to make a four-way number one contenders match for the WWE title um, and they're going to make that a ladder match on top of everything. I'm glad they included the NXT championship in these uh, list of accomplishments. Me too. I mean, like, he just stopped playing, playing like the NXT title didn't mean doesn't mean anything. And I'm like, come on now. You had some great championship reigns down there. But, um... Yeah, but this segment was cool. Your favorite? The Street Profits taking on Alpha Academy and... Oh, yeah, be my favorite. You like them, too. The Dirty Dogs, just because I know you're the biggest... Uh, Angelo Dawkins fans, I, I know, and I know when he was making and you, that. And you one of the biggest Montez Ford fans, so don't even try to play me. <laughs> uh, the winners get a tag team title shot later in the night. Montez Ford hits the big flip dive onto Otis, leaving Dawkins to hit the anointment on Bobby Roode. That's when Almost comes out, punching Dawkins in the face, setting up the zigzag spinebuster combination to give Bobby Roode the pin, and the Dirty Dogs earn the title shot later in the night course. Good to see Chad Gable and uh, Otis, though. Yeah. Uh, here's, cool. here's Zelina Vega for her official coronation as queen. Vega makes the ring announcer say her introduction again before asking what kind of queen will she be? With the British accent coming in and out, she says she'll be every kind of queen, and she knows that she can be do drop again. People will talk about her reign for years. So now we move into Dewdrop versus Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega scores with a middle rope code breaker for two. So it's time to go for a turnbuckle pad. That means that distracted referee misses the scepter, the scepter shot to Dewdrop's face. And Zelina Vega gets the pin and the win. Lay Zelina Vega on a winning streak. You dig it? Um, queen of the be queen. queen of the yes. damned. You could be a heel queen, then yes, of course. Never <laughs> go cosplay Aaliyah. Uh, we look at Roman Reigns cheating to beat Brock Lesnar at Crown Jewel, setting up Lesnar's path of destruction and suspension on SmackDown. Adam Pierce's massacre is included as well. So here's the new Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch for a promo with commentary bringing up the testy exchange of titles on SmackDown. Becky says she never lost this title and she's going to pick up right where she left off. So we hear about her winning the Triple Threat Master Crown Jewel and she knows that no one wants to see Bianca Belair getting anywhere near the title. What about Rhea Ripley getting beat up or maybe Liv Morgan? So... 
cue Bianca Belair takes off the earrings on the way to the ring. Mickey says it's always something with Becky who always gets what she wants because she never faces adversity. See, Belair keeps beating Sasha Banks, and last week she beat the Raw Women's Champion, but now that is Becky. Belair says she is the new face of Raw, but Becky has her beaten again. We see some photos of their faces at Crown Jewel, with Becky looking happy and Belair looking mad. Becky laughs it off and laughs it off and thinks that Becky has nothing behind the title. She finally gets around to the title challenge and the fight is on with Becky finding a kendo stick. Uh, Binky takes it away and beats Becky down, but the KOD has escaped with the rake of the eyes. A Russian leg sweep with the kendo stick drops uh, Belair and Becky says that she can have the title match, but not tonight. Survivor Series? Uh, probably more than likely. Uh, Bianca Belair was like, you nothing with the t- without the title. I prove what I am without the title. I'm still the EST. Yep. She told her to shut up, to shut up or run up or shut up, or is it shut up or run up? In- either way, yeah, Binky was on, she was on fire on this promo. Very good promo by Binky. We look back at the opening segment of the night. Now Kevin Owens tells Finn Balor that he has to win this ladder match because he is obsessed with becoming WWE champion. We get an announcement that WrestleMania 38 will be two nights from uh, Jerry's World in Arlington, Texas. Well, that would be that. With the success for the two nights in Tampa. Well, I think it makes it easier to break it down and not give the crowd fatigue. To no, I mean, that, I mean, I mean, y'all were trying to pack. They were trying to pack so many matches in for one night. That we might as well just make it two days and, and, and give them a, and give you know and, sp- and pace it out. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good idea too. Um, T Bar versus Damian Priest non-title match. Priest hits a running elbow in the corner, setting up the broken arrow. T-Bar gets knocked to the outside, where he throws an announcer's chair at Damian Priest for disqualification. After the match, Damian Priest snaps and beats the hell out of T-Bar, including giving a reckoning back on the inside of the ring. Ooh. Yeah, he's... This is the one I took to see yesterday. Yeah, he... Uh, uh, Thing on Damian Priest just snap, boy. Hit him with that chair, and the next thing you know, yeah, it was on. That'd be Carmella says she doesn't like Liv Morgan trying to mess up her pretty face. That leads us to Carmella versus Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan bulldogs Carmella onto the announcer's table, allowing some trash talk to Corey Graves. Back inside, the Oblivion misses, so Liv Morgan has to settle for two off of a small package instead. Carmella is back up with a float over into the X-Factor for the pin and the win over Liv Morgan. Of course. Awful. Just awful. Bearcat Keith Lee taking on Cedric Alexander. A running splash in the corner sets up a missed shoulder charge, allowing Alexander to kick away at Keith Lee's leg. Keith Lee runs him over and shouts a lot before the Big Bang catastrophe finishes off Cedric Alexander. Of course. 
earlier in the night, Dominic Mysterio gave Rey Mysterio a pep talk, but Austin Theory interrupted. Theory asked Dominic to take a selfie for them, um, but we're getting a match instead. With Rey saying that he'll be out there if Dominic wants him to be, Dominic says Rey has enough to already do, so he's got it. So now we go Dominic Mysterio versus Austin Theory. There's a Hurricane Rhinos to Theory, but he grabs a half Nelson uh, backbreaker for a two count. Theory misses a charge into the corner, but is right back up with the ATL for the pin and the win over Dominic Mysterio. We thought that Dominic had a chance. I like Dominic standing up for himself and trying to make his own way. Even if it was against, you know, somebody like Austin Theory, he didn't back down. Right. Riddle thinks that he and Orton should be Mario and Luigi or the creepy girls from The Shining. Orton says they can talk about Halloween later, but for now they need to worry about Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. We have a video on Veer. And now it's time for the tag team title match. RK Bro versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Roode grabs the chin lock, but Orton fights up. The hot tag brings in Riddle to clean house as everything breaks down. The RKO, the RKO hits Roode, but Ziggler super kicks Orton and rolls Riddle up for his own two count. Riddle is right back up with his own roll up for the pin and the win. So the tag team champions retain as RK Bro are your winners. Thank you. Seth Rollins says, of course he has a target on his back, but he doesn't care because he'll win the ladder match tonight. Uh, we get a video on Goldberg, uh, his son, uh, maybe even his, um, you know. Question. Yes. The son of in um, Saudi Arabia? Not really. He was out there, but he was more just kind of looking more than okay. anything. Yeah, yeah. So he really didn't get involved too much. Um, Bobby Lashley is taking a little break from Monday Night Raw. Much deserved uh, for all the time he that he's... He carried it on his back. Yeah, I was about to say, for all the, the, the work that he's done carrying Monday Night Raw... Uh, over the the course of this year and the end of last year, so much needed vacation for Bobby Lashley. I think he might be he might be injured because they pulled him from um, a signing today, mm. so he could be injured, or he might just want to have to rest up. Because right. I heard about the spot that he took um, from Goldberg. Yeah, it was a rough uh, it was a rough day at the office for sure. Yeah, so he's probably getting, you know, rest up on his bones and everything, which is probably good for him. Main event of the evening, Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio versus Kevin Owens versus Sven Balor with the winner earning a championship opportunity. Uh, Kevin Owens plants Mysterio but can't follow up, leaving Rollins, Rollins to put up a ladder bridge between the announcer's table and the apron. Balor goes up and... Gets his hands on the contract, but gets pulled down into a stunner from Kevin Owens. Mysterio's Hurricane Rana is countered into a powerbomb through the table at ringside. Rollins cuts off Owens, 
climbs and sends him through the bridge ladder and stops Balor. And that's enough for Seth Rollins to get up to the top of the ladder and grab the contract. And he's your winner. So Seth Rollins and Big E at some date. Might be. Might not be Survivor Series because they push in um, uh, Roman and uh, Big E. Still there? Yep. I just thought that oh. the main event was uh, it was just really good. I thought the four way had some really good workhorses in it. I mean, Seth Rollins, Ray, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor um, definitely can give you that 25, 20 minute high volume, high action match, which this ladder match was. Um, and I'm very intrigued by Seth Rollins versus Big E. I just don't. I just hope Vince don't pull no screwy stuff and uh, try well, to. Biggie tweeted a picture today from when they wrestled for the NXT title back in um in the NXT, their NXT days when he when Biggie took this won the title from Seth. Mm. So um, he tweeted the picture from he tweeted the picture from that match. So you never know. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be an interesting scenario here. Uh new faces uh on Monday Night Raw to put in the main events into um, go up, up up against Big E. Uh, I think that he's doing a great job so far as far as crowd yeah. reaction, promos, matches. I think that he's really uh, coming to his own as a WWE champion and just doing great things uh, with the title as the champion. So hopefully that can continue, um, you know, throughout the rest of this year um, and whatever scenarios that they decide to uh, place him in, but hopefully he will remain uh, WWE champion for quite a long time. I'm definitely enjoying it. Um, if there's any, if there's nothing else that you want to add, sir, I'm going to turn it over to you for the Mo Meltzer news segment of the week. What does it mean for the Um, I did want to talk about the um. The belt exchange on um, Friday um, from SmackDown before I talk about the moments um, because um, it's real interesting how how that played out on TV and then the reports that come from backstage um, You know, we all saw what happened. Well, if you didn't watch it, if you watched it live, you saw what happened because on the replay, it was edited out. They ed- they edited that whole shit out. So, um, so apparently Becky wanted to, be, wanted to get her Becky two bounce moment in, and Charlotte was like, she wasn't playing that shit. So that's why you see Charlotte was like, not giving her the title and this when she dropped it. That wasn't part of the, that wasn't part of the script, and Sonya Bill told her to pick it up. That definitely wasn't part of the script. And then Becky throwing the title at her at Charlotte wasn't part of the script either. <laughs> so that whole thing was was coming off the rails. And then when um, Sasha came out there, 
that's when they it got back on track and everything. And then that's when you heard the story backstage. They were like, you know, saying, "Oh, Charlotte, like Charlotte back in got into it." They said more things about Sonya Deville want to fight Charlotte. Then um, Charlotte left. He said Charlotte was escorted out by security. For security, I heard about that one. They were saying that Vince was upset that Charlotte didn't come talk to him, um, which can't be relevant position. And then um, she, I know they said Charlotte was down in um, Orlando supporting Andrade and um, 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 Dynamite on Saturday. It's definitely it a, a. It was funny after he when he tweeted out "FUWWE." It's definitely you know, a brewing situation there, um, with yeah. with her. Uh, if the reports, if you believe everything you report, uh, how you know her attitude um, hasn't been the best, and you know for the most part of this year. Um, she's definitely speaking up. She's more vocal probably than most women about how things look for her and how they're going to make her title reigns feel, which was, I guess, the contention of this uh, whole incident on SmackDown. Um, they were saying she was campaigning for Bianca to win on Raw, but they didn't go that route. Yeah, I just don't think she was a big champion or proponent of just passing the titles over. I think she... They did last year with Street Profits and New Day, and everybody was like, we want to see them fight for it. Yeah, the precedent may have been set, but, you know, it still doesn't make it, at least in the women's division, something that would, you know, generate what they're looking for, I guess. But I, I just think that Charlotte is is kind of old school in that she cares about her spot and so she speaks up about her spot and some people if you do that often enough you begin to rub people the wrong way that's what happened but apparently it's been heat between her and Becky for years Mm -hmm. I could see that well Becky had made a reference to her in the promo about being plastic. Mm-hmm. And that's where that stems from. There's been a real icy situation between them two. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess it you know, probably goes back to who knows what caused the animosity, but I mean, you know, professional jealousies and and those things like that make for better wrestling so the next time that they which would right, presume, the best the best the best um stories come from the ones who don't really like each other right so i mean it'll probably be a, a, a wait until survivor series to see them kind of face off again but i think everybody will be here for it um to see if Charlotte can gain her coming up comeuppance or if Becky can uh, you know, maintain the momentum that she had 
Um, apparently, it it all comes from Becky being put into the WrestleMania match and winning against Ronda Rousey and Charlotte. Oh, so Charlotte wasn't going to be the one that get put over and be the two belts. Mm-mm. Oh, she just wanted to beat Ronda? Mm. Well, she just felt like it shouldn't have been a triple threat. It should have just been her and Ronda. And Becky kind of with the whole man thing and, you know, Survivor Series and all that kind of got thrust in there out of the blue and kind of stole their spotlight, she felt, I guess. Well, you see how, how, how that, that, um, that gimmick blew up? Yeah, it definitely um, propelled Becky into a different stratosphere as far as her own career. But I think Charlotte Flair kind of felt like, oh, it's only because, you know, this was supposed to happen and it couldn't happen where you got the good fortune of getting punched in the nose and everybody loved it. Well, Becky say I got up and destroyed your whole, um, your whole roster. <laughs> and she said, she said that's what she said to Ronda. She said, "You broke my nose, but I got back up and destroyed your whole roster." I was like, "Damn, that's violence right there." But yeah, so yes, the the title change was dumb, but this just added more. Feel to the fire between those two, and then the WWE's like in say they had their hands full of disciplining her because um, Charlotte it is because they fire Charlotte. You know who's going to back up the Brinks truck to to sign her, and we'll be getting that 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 dream match with um Brett Bacon. In no time. <laughs> but we'll see. Because then now and then also they gotta be real worried about how the other women gonna play this and how they can discipline other women if something like this was to come up again. So I guess as long as they keep it verbal and they don't cross any boundaries and get physical, you know, you can put up with a lot, just keep them separated or whatever. But if it ever turns physical, then that's going to be the, you know, coup de gras for whoever turns the first leg. Right. All right. So, going to the Mo Belson segment. So, at the beginning, of the, at the top of the show, I allude to someone from WWE getting let go. Apparently, Greg Hamilton was upset at Griselda's West Side Gun using his ad libs on maybe the song or something. Oh, I, I didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. So, there was an Instagram post where Greg Hamilton went on the tirade. Let me see if I can find it. It was so funny. 
he deleted it. <laughs> but I can find it on Twitter because we were cracking up in our um, in the spaces. Um, we was cracking up in the spaces while we in it. So he says, well, at Westside Gun and in Buffalo Kids Gallery, let's hope that since you stole my voice for your incoherent kindergarten fables that you saved up enough delivering for DoorDash because you are, he has the angry emoji with the, um, with the, 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 um, the little monster gets fucked. He says, you'll be paying me for years. I apologize, and I'll think about not collecting every dime for the rest of your life. Or I could just get WWE lawyers. That's okay, too. Settle with my lawyer and don't ever use my voice again. So wrong. And then um, somebody said, this is so fucking dumb. Man's, user, man's mad because a rapper who supported WWE used your voice. Comment out. And then Greg Hamilton goes on to say it should be an honor that I'm on his track. Want proof? He couldn't afford me and stole my vocals. And he goes, you done. <laughs> and then he says, and I have no ego about it. Just apologize and recognize I don't need his chump change. Let's just be kind and put each other over if we want to do work. This was shifty as fuck. We says AF. But he's a hack, so I get it. Looking for a come up. And then he goes, it's very petty, very petty. Please tell him that. It seems desperate on his part. He wants to seem relevant. Very sad. Completely agree. So, basically, <laughs> I don't know. He must use he must have used Greg Hamilton's vocals on a track. He must try to get him and Greg Hamilton told him no, but he wouldn't use it anyway. So, he tried to um, he tried to, you know, pull rank and whatnot, and um, Vince was like, "Oh, we let you go." <laughs> Vince, don't want, Vince don't want to lose. You know, Vince don't want to lose, so he'll rather lose the person in the end and be like, "I'll let you go." Easier to cut bait that way. Hey. I guess he was just, just like, I guess it was about the way he went about responding to it. Right. True. True. And we was like, Westside probably said, you better get your man or this will be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, Greg Hamilton is gone. So I wonder who will be calling Friday night and doing it now for Friday night SmackDown. I guess Mike Rome. Who does Raw then? Uh, that was Mike Rome too. Hey, might be calling your girl up. You never know. Uh, Alicia Taylor. Yeah, I think that. I know you will. You're looking good tonight. Alicia Taylor look good every night. You're looking good tonight. Your other girl looking good too. And McKenzie Mitch? No. Oh, oh, Samantha. Samantha Irvin? Yeah, yeah, Samantha Irvin. 
Yeah. Tyler Rappaport. That should be me. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> All right. So, know how MSK been getting booed? Right. In that matches? Yep. Want to hear a theory? A theory? Is it a theory oh. containing it's concerning Izzy? Yeah. Yeah. I heard something about this. Yeah, so apparently the so backstory is Izzy well Izzy's um Izzy been a big component a big, you know, component in wrestling in NXT, you know, because she, you know, she's been, you know, Maybe y'all remember when Bailey was in NXT and she was the super fan and blah blah. And you know she was crying at the um. Everybody knew she was a plant because where she was sitting at before the um that Bailey and Sasha match at the um the takeover Brooklyn years ago. It was somebody else sitting there, but then when she came out, Izzy and her dad was sitting ringside. Well, apparently, Izzy was wrestling the indie match a couple years ago, and um, Nash Carter wasn't one of the ones who spoke out about it. About the, I was, a, I guess, it was a choke slam spot that the guy did on her, and people kind of like spoke out against it, and he was one of the ones. So apparently, Izzy parents been leading the campaign to have them getting booed at NXT, and so, <laughs> so that's the whole thing was going around. They were saying like, you know, Izzy's. It was like Izzy parents was behind them getting booed at NXT, which would be funny if that really was happening because you know they live down there in Florida. They didn't live in Florida. They live in California, one or two. But it was real. It'd be real funny if that was the case. Um, and apparently, the guy who was training Izzy was a convicted, a convicted um, sex offender. He um, he's registered as a sex offender in Florida. So that's some some shit right there. Um, you know, Tony Nese was a hot, was one of the hottest free agents. Uh, I didn't know until they told me on Dynamite the other night. <laughs> yeah, so he's one of the hottest, one of the hottest free agents, and apparently he signed with um, AEW. And they say it could be a, a, a tier zero, which is he's paid by parents or. Tier one that he's um, actually like signed with the company, but I haven't seen that whole um, Tony Nese is now all elite graphic that came that normally comes out when they sign somebody. So, so it might be on Dog Elevation or as Shalon Shogun say, main event in Dog Elevation in no time, like he was on 205 Live. <laughs> um, Renee Paquette revealed she wanted to leave WWE five years ago. 
So I guess she been wanted to be out, but either probably Vince threw more money at her and gave her more responsibilities, or when 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 Moxley left, she probably was like, "I'm about to be gone too." And then when she got her 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 release granted, that's when she had the whole. She didn't get to stand in ninety day um, release. Um, she had to wait a whole year. I thought about this on the, on another dark match, but yeah, she had a year. Her her um her non compete clause for a year, but she said she wasn't. She wasn't at the time. She wasn't talking about thinking about going to NXT. I'm not NXT AEW, but you know she keeps her eyes on both products. She talks about both shows. She interviews people from both both um companies and everything. So you know she still might be in some good graces, but she had been wanting to be out from up. Out of the WWE. Um, so free agents. So there's the list of folks who wasn't um drafted. So here's a few of them. Um, Oscar's gonna be on Raw. Bailey wasn't selected because she's still injured. So when she gets better, she might pop up on either Raw or SmackDown. Brock's going to be a SmackDown because storyline reasons, I'm guessing. Dakota Kai, NXT. And we watch NXT. Never mind. Dakota Kai's NXT. This list. Is Dakota Kai no. going to show up on my SmackDown? Or is she I'm not going to tell you what I said. Dakota, I'm not going to tell you about Dakota Kai. I'll have to go back and listen. Okay. Or you just have to this. You'll, oh, it's in a spoiler. Uh, it could be a spoiler. I got you. Right. So gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm trying to tell you this. Whenever you go back and you watch your shows, your questions will be answered. I'll say that. Okay. Kind of like when you when you doing when you doing an assignment for school, and they say you'll you'll find your assignment when you watch the video. Right. Exactly. Your, your your answer will come. Your answer will come then. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Um, um, real quick. Uh, yeah. Bianca Belair, number one, PWI one hundred and fifty. That's Second right. Second black woman since Awesome Kong, the two thousand eight. That's whatever. awesome, man. So what you did there, but yeah, number <laughs> one. She was what number. I think she was like number in the, in the number twenty three, number eighteen last year, and she just jumped right to number one. <laughs> Nobody's been doing it like Binky, man. Hey, we 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 knew she was gonna be a star. Well, you knew she, you you called it. You was talking, you was touting her name when you first saw her at NXT. Yeah, she just had the. She just it just jumped off like. It was like, you know, if the only thing that was really kind of a, a maybe a, a would be like would take her longer to kind of excel at was the promo just because how, you know, WWE makes you use their words. But once she figured out her voice in that, oh, yeah, man, she has been on another on another level, man. Yeah. Um, going back to the whole Charlotte things. Tony Deville wanted to, um, she was upset with Charlotte and wanted to, and wanted to square up with her, but, you know, she couldn't. 
Man, um, Charlotte Charlotte Flair is probably on that. Um, oh my God, what's my man from Philadelphia? The white dude who's like, I'll fight every nigga in here. Uh, oh, um, um, shit. In, the receiver. Yeah. Um, There's somebody out there who's yelling his name right now, but I'm thinking. Um, hold up. Damn it. They probably right now yelling like it's Yeah. It's, it's cool. Yeah. It's um, but, um Riley Cooper. Riley Cooper. Yeah, Riley Cooper. I ain't had to go I had to go I just yeah, I knew it was gonna come to me. Riley Cooper. Yeah. That's how Charlotte <laughs> Flair probably approach is approaching backstage these days. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so she ooh, man. Um, John Moxley has an autobiography coming out next month. Want to read it? I doubt it. Okay. But I didn't even finished Daniel Bryan's autobiography, so that, that tells you something. Not that it was born, I just never got a chance to finish it. Um, congrats go out to Corey Graves and Carmelo for getting engaged. If you say so. If you say so. Um, and speaking of Awesome Kong, she was inducted into the Impact Hall of Fame. Oh, well, that's awesome. I didn't even know Impact had a Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. Remember when um they they let, when Christian went back um that one year, I guess it was um that one year that Ric Flair went and got no, but Ric Flair was um got inducted with um I wanna say the I I wanna say the four horsemen. What did they get he got inducted with the four or was it that he got in solo year? Probably it was a solo year he got inducted and then he was still with TNA, so um he um they 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 let him go back to WWE for the Hall of Fame. And I guess that um when Christian had signed back with WWE I think he was the first inductee in that Hall of Fame. Um, hold on. I think he was that first. He was that first inductee. Um, no, that was um, that was Sting. Yeah, it seems no. like it seems like. No. Um. No, Sting was the um, first. He wasn't first. I know he was. I know. I think he was. I think he might induct. I don't know if he inducted Sting or something, but he um, they let him go back to do something there and everything. So yeah, Sting was the first inductee. Then Kurt Angle, Jeff Jarrett, Earl Hebner, Gail Kim, Abyss, Ken Shamrock, and Awesome Kong. They had nobody inducted in two thousand. 14, 2008, 17, and 2019. They didn't have everybody inducted. But yeah, so that's that. Well, they, they have a Hall of Fame, but what is that? You know, they probably the slow build, like how WWE's was. WWE was doing like one. 
maybe two names and they start inducting more and more and more. And right. Then, then now it was like it's like this whole big this whole big um production. Production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you gotta start I guess you gotta start off modest and then you can grow into a large hey. monstrosity like uh WWE's Hall of Fame weekend has become. Um Ooh. that's like a whole weekend and a show. Mm-hmm. A show with um with the whole what you call it, the um the red carpet and everything. Mm-hmm. All the possible circumstance. You see the spouses, you see the spouses that you didn't know that the wrestlers had. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute, you, you that's your spouse? The hell? Well, at this yeah. t- at this time, good sir, I'm gonna turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. Um, shout outs. Wow. Um, I could I should I I could be rude and quote the the just and say fuck a shout out, but I'm not gonna do that. Um, Wu Tang Forever. If you want to know the reference, look at the booklet. Wu Tang, Wu Tang. <laughs> um, shout out to you, Don. Um, another week in the books. Uh, shout out to Jay to the Max for her hating ass on um, SmackDown Matters for hating on Monday Night Raw. Come on, it's gonna be watchable. Like, all right. Um, oh. Um, shout out to Brock Lesnar for 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 for, for um, ripping Adam um, Pierce's pants. I said, "Whoa!" I said, "I know." I said, "I know." Michael Cole was triggered when he saw them F fives, and he, he remember his shoe come flying off. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Simi. Shout out to Terry's boy and Walsh Darwin. Um, shout out to Classic um, Greg Sam. Miss Dee Joe the lane lady for SmackDown, the first is coming up. And don't even make sure she got her rent. Um, shout out to Mel because Mel always gets shout outs. Uh, shout out to um, man, just shout out to just living life and enjoying it, and you know. Like, like people were saying, if you enjoy both wrestling companies, enjoy wrestling all together, just enjoy it. You know, enjoy it, watch it, you know, escape reality for a while, have some fun. You know, you ain't gotta be that person that's like, that's tearing down, you know, one company because one company's doing more than the other. The WWE is doing stuff that I don't like, but I still watch them. AEW has some good product, but, you know, that's a whole different story. Um, OJ Cargill wins this TBS title. Mm-hmm. for her. So she ends up in the finals. I'm wearing her shirt. <laughs> I'm wearing her shirt. I'm saving. I'm like I'm saving it. You're saving it for the special I'm occasion, huh? She goes to the finals. I'm wearing the shirt the night of the final, just so I can um, support you, boo. Well, she's more Khaled Ren's boo, but I, I'm supporting her because she's definitely, you know, just one of those black women now that really has made an has made an impact in the business. Well, Jim Jim Cornette might not might not might not say might not agree with me with that, but 
you know. Let's give let's give Jay Cargill two more years of seasoning. And let's have a dream match between Jay Cargill always, and Binky. Always two years. Always two years. But you know what? You know what? We say you want to give Binky a couple more years and look, look where Binky's at there. Yeah. I mean, you, you kind of you kind of need it, you know. what I'm saying. I think it just yeah. takes. I just think it takes. No, my thing is, you can't. You can't just. You can't rush somebody in this business. That's right. just the one. We might like. We might like somebody how they look. That what they bring. You know, somebody that looks like us. You know, what they bring to the table. But yeah, I realize wrestling is not just something that any ordinary joke walk in. It, it, it's not going to work. It's training. You have to learn the um, how to take the bumps. You gotta learn how to. Um, it's like a lot. You have to learn how to do the professional wrestling, or you could end up hurting yourself or somebody else. And you don't want to get characterized as being dangerous in the ring. So, um, yeah. So, you know, that's it. Jay's gonna um. She's gonna do good. She's gonna be good in this um in this business. We just have to um like you say, give her time to get um get herself under um under the toolage. You know, she got some good people down there, you know, training her. So, you know, just give she's got she's gotta give her a chance. And when she becomes that top that top girl in, in the company, you know, that's just going to be all she wrote. We're going to be like, look where she, look at where she came from. Look at how she, look at where she's at. Um, yeah. So, all right, real quick, Don. Mm-hmm. It's time to play. It's time to play your pra- your favorite game. Okay. Will we? Will Don watch main event this week? <laughs> Uh, main event of main event as well. Hold on, hold on. We're gonna watch. We're gonna see. We're gonna watch main event this week. Let's 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 give it. A, let's we'll give it. We'll give you the rundown. Apollo Cruz versus John Morrison and Jackson Riker versus Veer. Jackson Riker versus who? Veer. Oh, Veer. Yeah. Uh, that's gonna be a no for me, dog. <laughs> I was thinking when Keith Lee was beating up Cedric Alexander, I was thinking to myself, hmm, you know, I would much rather see Jackson Riker take this ass whooping than Cedric (laughs) Alexander, but he had already... You don't want to see see the black or black crime. Yeah, he'd already been on main event, apparently, so... Yeah, so... Yeah, so Dawn says he's not watching main event, so we try it again. We'll try it again next week. (laughs) We'll try to get next week. That's all I got. So, going you now, sir. Uh, shout out to Mr. Mo to the underscore re. Shout out to the ed- edit button as well. Uh, shout out <laughs> to uh, everybody who has been picking up my slack and running the Twitter spaces. Kyle Ram, Black Howling. I definitely appreciate you guys uh, for keeping yep. the Twitter spaces up and running. Thank you to everybody who used well, the- They said they wasn't going to be without their, their spaces on Fridays <laughs> and Monday nights. So uh, they said we're going to do it. We have to. Thank you to everybody who uses the hashtags each and every week on Monday night and Tuesday and Wednesday and Friday. 
pay-per-view Sundays. We definitely appreciate everybody sharing their commentary with color with us. Thank you to Mr. Anwar Starwin, Mr. Mota the underscore Reese, uh, Miss Madam Lizette, Miss Jupiter Julep, Miss Simi, Miss J to the Max, Miss Didi Jonay, Sam, Greg, um, Mike Fresh, uh, Quanta Central R, um, you know, everybody that's down with us, like BDP. Um, we definitely hey. appreciate each and every one of y'all supporting us, helping us. Uh, remember to become a patron, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. You can find me and Miss Simi over there reviewing AEW Dynamite each and every week. You can also hear me and Mo to the underscore Reese uh, talk wrestling, talk sports, talk just in general about things um, over there as well. So please check out give the Patreon a whole page. Ep- give me a, almost a whole episode, a whole episode worth of stuff on the Patreon page. So That's right. That's right. That's right. So always there. Always content over there on the Patreon page. Also, this time of year, it's time to get ready for Christmas. People are going to be shopping through Amazon. So no better way than to support the podcast by going to CSPN.us. Click on the tab that says keep our podcast free. Click on the Amazon tab. That will take you directly to the Amazon Marketplace. Do your shopping like you normally would, and some of your purchase will come back to the CSPN to help keep this podcast and the shows free each and every week. Uh, I like to give we also have a Patreon, and then Don can retire from his gig. That's right, man. I get about you know a couple of thousand of y'all on this Patreon. You know, a brother can provide this content twenty four seven, and you know, <laughs> do some videos, and you know, what I'm saying do some cool stuff, you know, cooler stuff than what we already do, interactive stuff. But, you know, I'd have to, like, be able to do this full-time with y'all supporting me so he I can would keep the to, bills. He would, definitely have, he would definitely have to, you know, he would need the money from y'all to actually do that. Yeah, yeah. I need y'all to, like, support my, my podcast and my lifestyle. So, you know, <laughs> like I said, I only need about, you know, 2,000 of y'all at five bucks a piece. Yeah, we, we can make it work. Oh shit, that's a that's a good number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just to get me through. I mean, in a in a you know ten thousand a month, that's pretty. You know, that's yeah. We could do some things, but right. You know, it's you know, we have to start small and then we grow bigger. So, um, but yeah, that definitely would be the dream. But uh, just a uh, shout out to Kota Ibushi as well. Hopefully, Kota Ibushi gets well oh, yeah. Um, yeah. after a scary uh, situation uh, in the G1 last week uh, where he attempted a Phoenix Splash, uh, landed kind of weird, and uh, dislocated his shoulder. Uh, thankfully, that was the extent of the injury, not a broken wrist, not a broken arm, which was kind of what people feared when it first happened in the moment. Uh, so get well, Kota Ibushi. And... Uh, yeah, that'll be. Uh, I'll talk a little bit more about that with Mister Anwar Starwin, uh, as we're gonna do a little cast a strong style podcast here coming up soon. So, stay tuned for that for all my new Japan folks. Uh, but yes, for my co-host Mister Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host Don Delarente, and this has been the Raw Cast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Go!
this title back on my shoulder. The title that I never lost. The title that I won at WrestleMania 35 and nobody has been able to beat me for since. And I intend on picking up exactly where I left off. Now, I only came back two months ago, but I've been making headlines ever since. And last week was no different. In a history-making, ground-breaking, earth-shaking, triple-threat match, I overcame insurmountable odds to send Sasha Banks off and Bianca Belair packing with her little braid between her legs. Because, because as the man of the people, I know, I know, you don't want to see Bianca Belair anywhere near this title. here, chomping at the bit, wanting to get a taste of the big time. Yeah, you, you, you want to see me beat uh, Rhea Ripley. Yeah, you hate Rhea Ripley. You want to see me beat her. Uh, Liv Morgan. Yeah, you want to see me beat Liv Morgan. But see, they will, they will learn, just like Sasha Banks learned, just like Bianca Belair learned that you can't always get what you want. Unless you're me, I, I always get what I want. E, you only think you get what you want because you really haven't faced any adversity. I mean, besides SummerSlam, you have found every single way to slip away from me when we get in this ring, but all of that's about to change. You see, because I beat Sasha Banks at WrestleMania, beat Bailey at Hell in a Cell, and last week on Raw, I beat Charlotte Flair. So technically, that earns me a rematch with the Raw Women's Champion, which just so happens to be you. So your little 26 seconds of fame is up, and so is your title reign. But Becky, at the end of the day, you will never be the strongest. You're not the fastest. And you're definitely not the smartest on Raw because that's me. See, I see right through you. I see you for who you are. So either shut up or run up because I want my match for the Raw Women's Championship right here tonight. Let's go. Statement made by the EFC. Oh, yo, you want to act tough. You want to act like you're better than me. You want to go one more time to really see who the best woman is. I think you might be shook. Well, look at my face. It says, get to the back of the line. Oh. That's a response to a challenge. Fighting 